0: I guess this is related. I just finished the last thing I watched from the Greatest Royal Rumble was the the in ring segment with the Saudi Arabia recruits. Yeah, and then the Davaris come out, and Mansoor's there, and Mansoor's there, but he's like not the focus, like at all. Like, yeah. like in the video package before, they quite literally show the other three people and just ignore Mansoor pretty much. Yeah. And voice or if you will voice or Sean davari is back randomly literally for a one-off for this yeah on screen yeah and welcome to specifically devoid to devoid wrestling well is this channel uh podcast where
1: <laughs>
0: devoid wrestling yeah, we're still getting started Watching old shows and ragging on him Big Mike and it's theory, Talking about freaking wrestling We know how this whole thing goes Sometimes we go to the shows Get ready for the podcast Cause we're gonna get started now Wow, great work. That was written by Mikey Ruckus and performed by Mikey Ruckus.
1: But also performed by Eric <laughs> in, in two different octaves.
0: This is true. Micah had me record both of them because I was like, the high one sounds better than the low one because I have to hit a low D in the low one. <laughs> I'll hit a low D. Hi, and hey, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag remember- Micah is a bottom. Your whole expression changed the tone for this podcast. I thought this isn't a regular episode, so this cannot be titled anything else. (laughs) Well, recently, WWE's been to a country that they're infamous for going for, which is the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And to celebrate. Do the opposite of celebrate. Illustrate? To to compensate. Contextual contextualize yes. WWE in Saudi Arabia. It just happened. We're not Which gonna review happened. that show
1: though. No, gonna, here's my review. review of,
0: here's yeah. my review. It sucked. Micah, thoughts? Um I think I literally said to Derek, I think I'm good with WWE for the next five ten years. <laughs>
1: because nothing happened it wasted a long It to be fair
0: half the length of this fucking show that we're gonna talk about yeah which is also a show in saudi arabia where kind of fuck all happens honestly this of course being their first venture to the kingdom of saudi arabia on premium live event the greatest royal rumble event now this is a pay-per-view this, oh, was, the, this, is a network, this was a, network a WWE exclusive network exclusive event. This yeah, happened and- on noon on, I believe, a Friday, and I watched it in speech class.
1: I watched it in studio.
0: That's funny.
1: Um, Some the Greatest need- Royal Rumble was held on April 27th, uh, 2018, at noon. It is, to date, the earliest pay-per-view it, or earliest Earliest pay-per-view or premium live event or our exclusive to date,
0: true ever held. Although all most of the Saudi Arabia events are held at noon too these days, this was in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, specifically in the city of Jeddah at the King Abdullah International Stadium, with an attendance of sixty thousand strong. And usually for this, I do, what
1: does WWE do? But I'll do the opposite. What was AEW doing? It didn't exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> AEW, I believe around this time, was something in Ring of Honor, I'm sure.
1: Kenny Omega was uh, was gearing up for uh, his title match.
0: His Dominion rematch with, with Katsuchika Okada? Yes, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yes, I believe the match now confirmed that gave Kenny Vertigo... No, that was G1. Oh, right. They've wrestled so many times. Four. And it, they've all been bangers, certifiably. Something yeah, one, we, of them, one of them's even a 4.75. Yeah, something we probably won't see on this card with the exception of, like, one match. No, not, none of these are Okada Omega levels. Not Okada, not Okada Omega, but there's definitely one match that might be able to be considered a banger out of all one two three four five six seven eight nine matches on this card okay let's talk about them and let's start off with a banger (laughs) certainly not the match i was talking about oh don't you mean uh
1: triple h versus john cena (laughs) (laughs)
0: look right in 2008 this was like top tier match this was the match everyone was was not wanted to see but was gonna see and in 2006 that match main evented wrestlemania yeah and it sure is 2018 at this point and neither cena or triple h are doing anything really no cena is like
1: freshly off his wrestlemania loss to the undertaker Triple H freshly off his WrestleMania loss to Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it sure is a singles match with no stakes at all. Yes.
1: But you know what? There are stakes. Children. Because John Cena's entrance just has a bunch of children.
0: And it's It's not uncomfortable at all to watch. It's like. I, it would have made sense in, like, the Wyatt storyline all of a sudden to have, like, a bunch of inspired children with yeah. Cena, But, like, this is for Triple H in Saudi Arabia. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, I said it's Mania 25, but propaganda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That. Very that. It's... Certainly a match. Not the worst match on the card, but certainly not the best match on the card.
1: Yeah, I gave this a solid one and a half out of four.
0: I and I gave this a two out of a Dave Meltzer five stars. Two and a half. I should just Every change, time. I should just Everyone. change the graphic. Every time. <laughs> I should just change the graphic. John Cena wins. He sure Lol. does. Uh, Cena wins long. Our next matchup for the cruiserweight championship it is recently crowned champion Cedric Alexander taking on former cruiserweight champion Kalisto. Yes. Now a, I'm a Mark sign. Mm-hmm. You've made me watch a lot of WCW recently, and this really feels on par with WCW. And the fact that early on in the show they just throw in a pretty good cruiserweight match in there that nobody cares about that this no not a dead. single person cares about not cedric a single Alexander. person knows who
1: these people are
0: no cedric and Kalisto are working their hearts out and uh, the people of saudi arabia are sad that cena and triple h aren't there anymore well cedric's
1: working out his heart and his soul as they keep talking about him being the heart and soul of nx of not NXT, the cruiserweight division
0: Yes, because recently the cruiserweight division had to go through a tournament to crown a new cruiserweight champion after uh, the old one mysteriously vanished and no one knows what happened to him. Uh, That, of course, being Enzo Amore. So Cedric Alexander... All because he
1: couldn't stay. (laughs) S-A-W-F-T.
0: Yeah. So so Cedric and Ali had a very good match on the pre-show of Wrestlemania and Cedric was named a cruiserweight champion and this was... Sort of his first big defense in that Cruiserweight title reign.
1: They talked about Kota Ibushi in this match. That that was interesting.
0: They do because they brought up the very good match that Cedric had with Kota during the Cruiserweight Classic. The match that a lot of people credit for being the match that got Cedric Alexander signed to WWE.
1: That's the one where Triple H comes out at the end. He's
0: just like, all
1: right, yeah,
0: we get yeah, it. We know Kota's good, but Cedric, you're also good.
1: Yeah. The I fact this... that the Cruiserweight Classic could have been Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. And it ended up A match probably BJP. that's happened. Yeah. Like, a match definitely that has happened for the open weight Championship.
0: <laughs> Literally. I give this match a good old three and a half out of Dave Meltzer five.
1: Oh, this is a two out of four.
0: All right. We're on to the next match. Now, recently, uh, The Bar had a WrestleMania match for their Raw Tag Team Championships against Braun Strowman and an opponent of his choosing. Braun Strowman Mm. walked to the crowd, saw esteemed New Japan stars such as Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada, and uh, chose Nicholas, a 10-year-old child, as his Mm. tag team partner. Braun Strowman and this 10-year-old then proceeded to win the Raw Tag Team Championships and then vacate them because Nicholas had school.
1: Presumably he had school that day that he relinquished them too. (laughs) Yeah. But he Uh, missed it. Unless Nicholas is from New Orleans.
0: He's probably just there at Mania with his pops. Anyways, so this match is for the vacant Raw Tag Team Championships. The bar being one of the teams, and the other team being the team of Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, also recently, leading up to this match, uh, Matt Hardy had won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with the help of a returning Bray Wyatt solidifying their sort of alliance and partnership going into this match. So, Micah, how did you feel about this match for the vacant Raw Tag Team Championships?
1: Why did I give it a one and a half? And <laughs> I, I said in it, this is convincing me that Bray Wyatt isn't good at wrestling.
0: So, like, there, this was in the period of Bray Wyatt's WWE career where it, he just wasn't exciting. And it was just like, oh, yeah, it's Bray. It was when people realized, like, okay, he is just going to keep losing the big matches. Anything he did stop being exciting to the point where him winning here is not exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and him teaming with broken Matt Hardy is not exciting. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of the worst finishers I've ever seen too. It sure is a bad finisher. I give this a Dave Meltzer uh, two period out of five stars. One and a half out of four. Well, from one Hardy to the next, next is a match for the United States championship. And it's the United States champion Jeff Hardy, I almost said Matt, versus former United States champion Jinder Mahal. Now, this title scene from WrestleMania to now is more confusing than the Raw title scene. Going into WrestleMania, I believe Robert Roode was the United States champion. Uh, Jinder Mahal won a fatal four-way at WrestleMania to become U.S. champion. And within the week, or within eight days, lost the United States championship on Raw to Jeff Hardy. Like, right after the draft. And now we're here. This match is infamous for one thing. And it is... Jinder Mahal's entrance. With (laughs) Paul Heyman...
1: With Paul Heyman-esque Samir Singh.
0: It's not that. It is most certainly uh, the whisper in the wind that completely misses Jinder Mahal and Jinder just sells it anyways. It's like... It's like at least a foot away, and J- and Jinder is just like, well, guess I'm gonna sell. And he did, and that that's the only like important thing that happens in this match. Otherwise, it is just a match.
1: Controversial. I give this a zero zero out of four.
0: I give this a Dave Meltzer one and a half out of five stars. As we move now to the Better Tag Team Championships.
1: Oh, oh, before this though, we got a we got a Saudi Arabia ad.
0: Oh yeah. You so you know how great Saudi Arabia is? I'm lying. It's it's it's,
1: it's great. You
0: know they they let women drive now. Oh wait, yeah.
1: that was not this one. Um that was the last one. Like uh hey. They let women live there for free. Yeah. As long you, as you like, you know, pay your dowry.
0: You want a women's match? I'm not sure about that though. Wait, wait like a wait, year. Wait, wait a year or two. We'll get yeah. we'll get something figured out. It's like the reward prize of like uh, you want them to be in regular
1: clothes. All right, so the next match
0: <laughs> we got uh, the greatest tag team championships of the two.
1: Uh, the SmackDown tag team championships between the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos.
0: Bludgeon Brothers uh, recently did a murder at WrestleMania, if you recall.
1: Yeah, and that triple threat.
0: Yes, and that's how they won the tag titles, and they sure—that's sure—is how they retain the tag titles.
1: Yeah, but this
0: match is too quick. Yeah. They were, this was like, I was glad they were pushing Harper and Rowan in a championship way, but they were pushing them like a little too hard and they won too quickly. A lot of the time, like they would just destroy and leave, but they were both like, both of them as a tag team were very great at wrestling. I would have loved to see like a a time at the top with both of them where they were just tag team wrestling, like Harper and Rowan Wyatt family style. Yeah. I give this I give this a two out of five.
1: Well I give it I give it a one point seven four out of four. Doesn't get that one point seven five. I guess not.
0: No. You gotta work for that extra point zero one point. <laughs> if it was a minute longer, it would have been one point seven five. Just a reason, Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know why I said that. <laughs> I have it on the thing, one point seven five, but I
0: just gave it a one point seven four instead. You know, that was that was foresight.
1: This is like the video that Beaumont just like confirms that I look that I'm high,
0: even though I'm very <laughs> much not high. <laughs> Our next match, I won't even say arguably, the best match on the card out of all of them. It is a fatal oh. it is a fatal four-way ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. It is Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe versus the Miz. Yeah. The promo before this
1: though was, was the best part of this show.
0: Yeah. Which one was the one before this match?
1: The one the one for this match.
0: Oh right, yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I have a list of the promos for this show written down, but I didn't put in which order they were in.
1: It's the so, one that they talk about, uh like the their
0: like pedigrees of like right. being good wrestlers. And The Miz. (laughs) And The Miz. Who, like, WWE accomplishment standards probably is the most accomplished of the four. Seth Rollins.
1: Uh, Not at this time.
0: Not at this time, because Rollins hadn't won the Rumble yet. (laughs) Or the Universal Championship. Yeah, he was... Oh, he was not Universal Champion. No, he was not. Uh, This match is coming off of the very good triple threat uh, between the same competitors minus Samoa Joe and they threw in Samoa Joe because he's really good at wrestling and what that was a good idea it's always interesting to me how like the Miz on his own isn't like he's an okay wrestler I'd say he's very average but he has this way of what he's put with people he doesn't get carried but he always looks better against certain people rollins he always looks better against balor he always looks better against samoa joe everyone looks uh small compared to because he's samoa joe and he's excellent but a lot of hard-hitting ladder shots in this match great storytelling i give this overall a three what did i give i gave this a four out of five dave melter stars it's a really good match
1: three out of four i like the finish i've never seen it before
0: it's a really good match (laughs) up next we talked about it a bit at the beginning of this episode uh they show a video package of wwe tryouts in the kingdom of saudi arabia yeah and then they bring out their four new signees and i don't have all of their names but I sure do one know...
1: One of them
0: that, is Mansoor. I sure do know that one of them is Mansoor.
1: Um, let me see if I can find it at all. Nassar, Hussein, Mansoor, and Faisal. Yeah. And might I just say that Faisal?
0: Faisal, yeah, so... I, I think Faisal was, was
1: the most over.
0: Faisal, so there... Well, I think Mansoor was the most... I think Mansoor was the most over online, but not in person yeah um, um and
1: then Arya and sean davari come out being iranian
0: they literally say like real athletes are born in iran and everyone boos
1: yeah and it's just like Sami Zayn like isn't on these
0: shows because he's
1: syrian but yeah but the davaris can be on the shows because they're
0: iranian Right? Like, Sean Navari gets to have a one-off return appearance, (laughs) but Sammy Zayn... Yeah,
1: I just, like, I don't get the politics of of that region of the world, I guess.
0: I don't get the politics of uh, anything related to WWE in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Speaking of which, the next
1: match, it's the WWE Championship between... AJ Styles, and newly minted heels, Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: They showed the video package of the WrestleMania heel turn, which at the time, at that specific time, felt a lot bigger than it was. Yeah. Like, that felt like the beginning of something in Shinsuke Nakamura's WWE career, and then it kind of wasn't. Yeah, then it just kind of turned into a format saga that just had a lot of crotch shots. Mm-hmm. And sure um, enough, in this match, guess what you get at least one of?
1: I'm pretty sure. Doesn't this end in a double? This, oh, is this, this the one that ends in a double DQ or is this the one that ends in a double countout?
0: This is the one that ends in a double countout. Yeah, this is bad. This is what This is peak WWE... Booking screwy finishes on paper for you to get you to watch SmackDown. This was like when they didn't work then; just not gonna work now. I mean, for all the booking nightmare that this feud was, at the end of the day, in ring, at least we still got AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's true, but the finish makes this
1: match a two a a two and a half out of four.
0: I give this a three and a half out of Dave Meltzer's five. Aiden English. What's mm-hmm. he doing here in the Saudi Arabia zone? <laughs> oh, wait,
1: I forgot. He does the Rusev Day thing. And Rusev Day, this this is the reaction that WWE thought Rusev Day was getting. <laughs> like, almost none. Right. Like, woof. Uh... God, remember and when this match is... was
0: Chris Jericho versus The Undertaker? Actually, I remember when this match was Rusev versus The Undertaker, and then it was Chris Jericho versus The Undertaker, and then it was Rusev versus The Undertaker again.
1: Yeah, this is like the match that like people were just like, "Oh, I don't think The Undertaker can wrestle." Anymore. Like, it's not safe for The Undertaker to wrestle.
0: Anymore. Right. This this wasn't the match where like okay, The Undertaker isn't as good as he used to be. This is the match yeah. where like it's like. He shouldn't be doing this anymore. And his next match
1: is the Brothers of Destruction. His, uh, his next match is actually against Triple H in uh, <laughs> in Australia at Super Showdown, and then at Crown Jewel, it's the Brothers of Destruction versus that, and then it's Goldberg versus.
0: So uh, you know yeah. a streak a streak of bangers from the Undertaker here. Yeah, so yeah, and then he like teams with like, Drew McIntyre or something. It's weird. Oh my god, you're right. I forgot about that. It, oh my god, that was what was that? That was Shane and someone versus Drew and the Undertaker, right? Shane and Corbin or something? Oh no, my it's, god. No, it's it's
1: Shane and Drew
0: versus Roman and the Undertaker. Is it really that oh I forgot. That match fucking happened. Are you joking? I think oh it happened at God. like Extreme, extreme Rules. Are rules. Bad yeah. Extreme Rules was that 2019. Holy shit! Yeah, like <laughs> this sec-
1: that was the second to last match of the Undertaker's career. That was his last in-ring match.
0: God, that was like if people who are who might be surprised that WWE is not great now. I want to point you to to <laughs> WrestleMania to Survivor Series. 2019 WWE. Because that time period is a train wreck and terrible. It's why I don't like WWE is 20 late 2017
1: to like early 2020. Actually, like up until mid-2020, W like Raw is trash. Like it's not good and it's actively bad.
0: Yes. Specifically, I think the worst time period in raw is when they announced the fucking brand to brand invitational thing. The quarterly brand invitation. Not no, what was it? The wild card rule. When they did the wild card rule bullshit where it was like four people from the other show per night can appear. And then it's six. And then it's six and then it's four and then it's seven and then they did a draft again because they put SmackDown on Fox. <sighs> so The Undertaker versus Rusev happened.
1: This was bad. I didn't it, like this match at all.
0: I uh, It sure did happen. Rusev deserves better. He should be United States champion at this moment.
1: Rusev deserves better. He should be TNT champion again.
0: He should. He should. I w- yes. Please. Make him the Joker in the latter match.
1: Ah, do that. Bake him the Joker at the Casino Battle, Roy- Battle Royale. I don't wear nothing.
0: Fuck yeah. Right, do you want to talk about a better match with a better Hold, on,
1: hold on. We didn't talk about it. We uh, uh, I gave this a one one and a half out of four.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I gave this a one and a half out of five. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar.
1: Where have I seen this match before? <laughs> Try every fucking raw main event segment now according to Derek.
0: And it is Derek not, not Derek, talks,
1: Derek does a play by play of Raw while I'm on like on the phone. Like I'm not watching it and he'll just start talking to raw. He'll just start he, talking raw.
0: Because if I have to experience it, you have to in some way. I'm forcing you to aren't it's I not punished sure.
1: enough. <laughs> uh, isn't no. my life rough enough? No.
0: <laughs> so Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns have had many matches With many different finishes. And I think this is the worst one of all of them.
1: This is the second to worst one.
0: What do you think is the worst one?
1: WrestleMania
0: 34. That's fair. Actually, you know what? I'll predict it now. I think the WrestleMania 38 finish is probably going to be worse than whatever this is. Oh man, I didn't even think about
1: about that. <laughs> no, don't no, because it's just going to be like Roman Spear, Roman Spear, Roman Spear. It's just it's going to be like a five minute match to open Wrestle. Are you
0: sure? Are you sure they're not going to have a DQ so they don't have to merge the titles? Oh my god! Tell us what you think in the comments section. Cody, don't about. go to
1: WWE, and if you were at WWE last night, um oh, um, oh, oh man.
0: Oh, uh, man. I'm sure I'm going to be talking to you literally tonight about how Cody Rhodes is attacking Seth Rollins. I'll bet you 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nope. So they have a steel cage match, but actually the my least favorite steel cage match finish I think I've ever seen.
1: Nope. I still can beat you. What? What? Stomping runs. 2019 Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi Kingston.
0: No, that one's good because like the com- the jumping out of the cage is a cool visual. Right, if you're gonna do escaping from the door, that's a cool way. To I mean, do this it. is
1: that this is jumping from the cage if you think about it. All right,
0: I, so <laughs> let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about the finish. So, I believe it's Roman spears Brock into the cage, yes, and, and it's like Lashley spearing out. Umaga, yes, and they and they both fall, the cage happens, blah blah blah. What happens in real life is that Roman reigns feet hit the floor before Brock Lesnar's does in real life. Like they fucked up the spot and just gave Brock the match. Anyway, they were like, Oh, Brock's the winner. Even though it's like really clear that Roman's feet. It's not really clear, but it's, 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 it's clear
1: after like a replay.
0: Yeah. It is clear after like 10 seconds that Roman's feet hit the ground first. And. Brock Lesnar sure does retain the championship again for the second time in a row when he shouldn't have. Roman should have won at Mania and then also here and he won neither of those times.
1: But he will win again.
0: He sure will. We're not going to
1: review SummerSlam 2018. That is like one of the worst pay-per-views that I've ever had to sit through to watch.
0: Oof. I don't even know if it's the worst SummerSlam in the past five years. In the past five, what's worse? Is
1: 2019 worse?
0: I don't even remember what happened in 2020. Is okay because the, short... the literal only thing I remember from 2019 is Goldberg Ziggler. Oh, Seth. Seth beats Lesnar. Oh yeah. That that was we knew that was gonna happen. Oh, there's Orton versus Kofi, which I think also ended in a double countout. Yes. Who else? Ha- what else happened? Um, Goldberg Ziggler.
1: 20- twenty twenty was good. Twenty twenty. Because Roman Reigns good. came out of because Roman Reigns came out of nowhere. Yes, that's true. Drew Orton.
0: Drew Orton was Drew Orton. Fiend Stroman main eventing though.
1: Yeah, that's weird. Mm. Can't be weirder than twenty twenty one. Wasn't that bad? It was comparatively, comparatively,
0: comparatively Comparatively to both Summerslams and twenty twenty one. All right. Hey, we up
1: next. We got this beautiful looking belt.
0: Yes, the most beautiful, a very good looking belt that is never used again. Yep.
1: Um And then, well, it's time for the titular uh, 50, match.
0: 50 competitors.
1: Over the top. Two feet must hit the ground. Every 90 seconds, a new superstar enters until all 50 have entered. 50. The, the last one to go over the top, hitting two feet on the ground, because two feet must touch at the same time
0: will be declared the winner here is a highlight list of the surprise entrance in this match mm. at number five mark henry who at this point was already retired had already announced his retirement from. oh let's just say
1: number one and two because like this right. is, that's kind of important
0: number one and two daniel bryan and dolph ziggler
1: and very important
0: very important half of that Half of that, specifically the number one Daniel Bryan. Half of that, uh, we got Mark Henry, who has announced his retirement, was already retired. Entered the ring at number seven. We have the famous, historic Hiroki Sumi, uh, who uh, had never been in WWE. Has not been in WWE since. Has hardly been in wrestling since. It's just a guy. It's just Hiroki Sumi. Just a, just a sumo he's just a sumo guy and he had a bit with mark henry and that was that number 10 featured 205 live star tony Neese in his first royal rumble and he had a silly spot with the new day and got eliminated
1: hold on, hold on. i forgot i forgot that we were gonna do this give me a sec oh yeah we're gonna count all the people in this match that uh are in aw continue
0: oh yes uh, the number 12 surprise entrant was Hornswoggle, of course, AJ Swoggle, if you would, uh, who sure was Hornswoggle for a little bit before being eliminated by Tony Nese. Our next surprise entrant was 205 Live's Drew Gulak, who uh, I think, believe this was also his first Rumble. He was in there for a little bit, got eliminated by number 24 surprise entrant, NXT's Tucker Knight who was just sort of in Heavy Machinery at the time. He wasn't, like, Heavy Machinery wasn't nearly as popular as they were now. Or not now, because they don't exist anymore. But uh, Tucker Knight was in there for a bit, eliminated Drew Gulak. Ten minutes he spent in there. Very good. Number 28 was Rey Mysterio. Uh, This was big, because Rey Mysterio wasn't in WWE at the time. This was... I believe this was a few, not a few months. This was like at least half a year after All In, right? This is before All In. This is before All In. Oh, I thought, never mind. I had my time wrong. He did All In, and then like a month later, he came back to WWE. He did, well, because he came back, when he came back to WWE. Okay, so it was this match, then All In, and then at 2019's Rumble, he came back. Nope, he
1: came back in October of 2018.
0: I thought he came back in a Rumble. No, yeah, this Rumble, he like made I a thought, return. but I thought he was like back, back after a Rumble, no. too. Nope, all right. Uh, so Rey Mysterio is that surprise entrant. We go down, uh, number 34, we get Roderick Strong, who spends six minutes in the match, but a lot of that time is spent sparring with Dan O'Brien. And uh, that's other's.
1: new, that's newly. Undisputed.
0: Undisputed Roderick Strong. Uh, spent a lot of that time uh exchanging chops with Daniel Bryan and turning each other's chests into raw meat before being eliminated. Number thirty-seven surprise entrant was Baba Toonday, now known as Commander Aziz. Uh, he sure was somebody at the time. He was like a trainee at NXT at the time. He was spent like five minutes in the match. Number 40's surprise entrant was NXT's Dan Matha, who you may remember, was, had a lot of video packages hyping him up a lot, and then when he debuted, he just got murdered by Samoa Joe, and it was very good. Um, the last surprise entrant, last surprise entrant at number 45 was the great Collie, who spent a grand total of 31 seconds in this match. Have you done the counting, Micah? Uh,
1: Nine if you include the Good Brothers.
0: Nine if you include the Good Brothers, which I'm inclined to, based on how Impact is shaping up. Seems like a Good Brothers return may be more imminent than we think on AEW TV. Yes. Um, Yes. Do you want to talk about other important parts of this match since I have gone through all the Um, surprises? Tightest world slide. This is... Uh, that was I remember watching that live right that was just the whole match stopped for a minute not like in ring but like all anyone cared about was Titus O'Neill just fell in the ring they showed the replay like five times in the match um you already talked about Dan Matho
1: (laughs) (laughs) god what happens in this Um, Oh,
0: actually, I guess number 50 is also a surprise entrant, even though he was announced, but not really with WWE, or like was his last. I was gonna, I was
1: just gonna talk about that.
0: Sorry, you could. Sorry, it's it's the
1: list, it's the list maker Mm -hmm. Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens is in the ring, so he's just like, What are you doing here, even though you were announced for this match? Um. And he's calling him a stupid idiot. He's got like this stupid... Chris Jericho is wrestling without a scarf or a shirt. So like, this is out of character. Um, This is a few months. This is three months removed from the Kenny Omega Wrestle Kingdom match.
0: Mm -hmm. Although, interesting to note is that Wikipedia still has him listed as a SmackDown superstar for this match. I mean, like, legally. (laughs) Right, because at the beginning of that year, he had been drafted to SmackDown. No, that was the year before. Yep. I don't know why he's listed as a SmackDown superstar. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense, really. The final
1: three. Oh, I should say the final four. Are Shane McMahon, Braun Strowman, Big Cass, and Daniel Bryan setting a record in uh, concurrent Ro- Royal Rumble matches for most single time. Mm-hmm. Um, Braun Strowman throws Shane McMahon off, and Shane McMahon goes through a thing. Big Cass eliminates Daniel Bryan, and then Braun Strowman eliminates uh, Big Cass, winning the Royal Rumble championship belt and trophy, Give, gifted to him by the the crown prince of Saudi Arabia and like the sports director.
0: Look, as soon as they showed that trophy, right, and they showed how big that trophy was, it was like a dead giveaway that Braun Strowman was winning. Like, that, like, they wanted something large that would look regular in Braun Strowman's hands. I gave this
1: a 2 out of 4. It was fine. It's a Royal Rumble.
0: I gave this a 1.5 out of five stars it's too long and not that exciting.
1: oh yeah this it's too
0: like... long and not that exciting hmm. uh,
1: this whole show gets uh one and a half out
0: of four this whole show gets a one and a half out of five for me if i'm ever going back to watch anything from this pay-per-view ever again it's the four-way icy title ladder match Mom, we...
1: that's, that's it
0: should we watch a good show for one of these at some point
1: I don't know. What do you think?
0: Can, Let us can, know. Can, can we, please?
1: I'll, I'll think about it.
0: A good WCW show doesn't count as a good show.
1: Don't worry, guys. We're going <laughs> to watch a bad WrestleMania next month.
0: Oh, man. You mean WrestleMania 38? Ayo!
1: Ayo! Oh, 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 oh. No, I mean WrestleMania 17 because that shit's overrated. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, shit i actually kind of agree with you anyways it's number three it's a podium finish it you can read sure, more about that on specificallydevoid.com.
0: it sure is one of the paper wrestle medias of the early 2000s
1: yeah all right from all here at specifically devoid and from us here at specifically devoid and I'm us with yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've been me and you've been you and we'll see you soon bye I love you.